back to the Upper Deckers podcast. It's been quite a while since we've recorded because my computer died. God rest the MacBook soul. Um, God needed a MacBook. <laughs> God did need a MacBook. And what, what really frustrated me about that situation is that we had recorded right before it died our best podcast yet. If God needed a MacBook, why would he take a 13.3 inch MacBook? The, the, the most disappointing part is we had Michael Jordan on the last podcast. And Spieth. We had Spieth on the podcast. Michael two, Jordan Spieth. We had two guys on and we can't get them back. They're, and that's a, that's a once in a lifetime yeah. thing. It ran us broke. It did. It so did. we're still trying to recover from that. But, you know. Drew had to sell his house. Now we're filming a recording from a Torchy's Taco. And filming. And, and filming, filming, yeah. Scope. We're doing We're it. Scoping. We're done. <laughs> do you guys have a Periscope? I, I do on my, on my uh, uh, iPad. Hmm. Is it worth it? Is it it's, good? I mean, I, I watch, uh, like, Third Eye Blind will do some recordings from their concerts, so you can see, like, a few minutes of their show in right. Orlando or Nashville Orlando Bloom, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, today we have a... Big Pirates of the Caribbean Steve fan. Nashville. Steve Nashville. Today we have a catch-up episode of the podcast um, because we have we've been away for, for quite a while. So we're going to talk a little bit of, um, uh, about the Rangers uh, coming up on mid-season. We'll do some movie reviews and look forward to some upcoming movies that we're excited about. Um, and we will talk about Jordan Spieth, uh, his performance in the last couple of uh, major tournaments. But first, uh, let's go into the news. And this week, I don't know if you guys saw um, or heard, it was probably pretty difficult to avoid it, but uh, the Supreme Court, uh, I don't really know how all these things work, if they really like stop something or put something into law, but the Supreme Court basically set it up where... SCOTUS. Yeah, the Supreme Court of the... SCOTUS or SCOTUS? SCOTUS. Supreme Court, no. Basically, they basically they put through that uh, gay marriage is now legal uh, in all 50 states. Thoughts? What is the Supreme Court? What is a gay? It's 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 like uh, it's like a cheese pizza, but then you get the Supreme Pizza, which has you know all the toppings. Okay, but what's the court part of it? It's like it's for courts. It's like it's not a regular court. It's a court with all the toppings. Oh, that makes yeah. sense now. So nobody ever orders it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What's the meat lover equivalent? Um, the whatever. Probably the appeals court. Yeah, whatever's on Law and Order. That's. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's Judge Judy's it's Judge court. Judy. That's Judge that Joe Brown is the meat lovers of courts. Who, who, by the way, Judge Judy. Makes freaking bank. Did you guys, did you guys see how much she? I makes thought you were about to say she was gay. I mean, blind. Everybody's gay now. No, no, that's not how this works. That's what. Yeah. I that's... thought this is what Scotus said. Yeah, everyone no. has to get gay married. Everyone no has more. to marry a gay. We switched it. Just gay marriage and no, no heterosexual marriage anymore. Okay. Right. Well, I'm so reading. Everyone has to marry a homosexual. And you, and you got, you better watch out because you might end up having to marry your dog too. What happens if? <laughs> Two gays were already married. Nothing, nothing happens. It stays so, the same. Does it? What happens if, if a man and a woman are married? Do they have to get gay married now? You get married. I'm so confused. They have to get married. <laughs> is confused the hell out of. They me. have to get married in gay court, which, as I understand it, compared to pizza, is the three cheese. 
that's a three good, cheese. That's a good pizza option. The one with yeah, the hot dogs for the crust. It's the one with the hot dog, the pretzel hot dogs for crust. You eat the hot dog first before you get to the pizza. So bacon crust. Yeah, that's right. It's a pretty big deal, and a lot of people come in on all sides of it. Because they can now. Okay, great. You're allowed, you're allowed to enter from the rear. <laughs> Without getting into too many details about it, so I So do they have I to get married in the back room of the court? Just stop. <laughs> I, I, I think we all three, and I'm not going to try guys, to speak for you guys. The girls. <laughs> but the girls get married on the lawn. What's next? No, all joking aside, I think that's a big win for America. Yeah, I, I agree. mean, it's, uh, go ahead. <laughs> I just said I agree. I mean, it's just kind of like one of those things where if that's what you want to do, then, you know, do it. So, and yeah, if you so don't I like read... it, go to Canada. Oh, wait. And, hey, I'm trying to you find know an what? article. More than anything, now... I'm trying to find an article. Now, I read an article earlier. I'm trying to... Go ahead. Y'all talk about yourselves. Now I homosexual couples have to deal with the <laughs> nagging and the honey... Yeah, it's and too all bad for the guys right? who always told their girlfriends, honey, we just can't get married until everybody can. <laughs> that excuse doesn't work anymore. The guy's gonna have to think on his feet today. Other shoes about to drop here. He's like, oh crap, I gotta go out of town and think of something. Uh, no, anyway, I read this article earlier. Surprise, surprise. About how it affects people, like how gay marriage affects people. And it's like, if you're if you're gay, you can marry anybody you want. If you're straight, doesn't affect you. If you don't agree with it, doesn't affect you. If you don't want to get married, doesn't affect you. Right. If you don't want to marry a gay person, it doesn't affect you. It's, it's not going to make you marry your dog. It's just no, not going to do that. Only, that's the only, it affects the dogs. It makes them more attractive. <laughs> really does. Everyone's like, damn, that dog. Uh, another news story from this week. Are you taking this one or am I? I'm not doing it. Okay, so real life Shawshank. Is yeah, that, didn't they catch one of the guys? Did they? They're both dead now. What? They'd be dead? Okay, I haven't heard yeah, the so, update. So these two okay, guys so in New I York, haven't heard that. So these two guys in New York escaped from jail. Murder-suicide? Uh, no, the po- it's death by popo. Okay. So they yeah, they found them. They... Yeah, yeah. So they escaped. <laughs> they escaped from jail, and they were on the loose, running around. They didn't find them for like what, two, three weeks? Something it's crazy. It's been a while. They've been almost oh, two weeks. Two weeks. They escaped yeah. June sixth. Okay. So ah, it's June been 18th. it's been three weeks now. Sure. Uh, what's today? The twenty seventh. Father's Day. October. October. I think today's like the twenty seventh. Yeah, twenty seventh. Exactly. October. Yep. It's exactly three weeks. So. So they, they finally tracked him down and uh, why would they escape on a Saturday and no one's like no one's at work? Because no one's at work? Because people who work at the jail? I don't know. It's weird. But it was kind of an interesting story because you know usually up on a Tuesday. That's true. Usually in those in uh, in like prison escape scenarios. In a club. Going up. They don't get very far though. They just kinda like were they, they were they hiding out like in the I think they only got something like 70, 80 miles away. Dude, they gotta follow Andy Dufresne. Get down to Mexico. Why wouldn't they move at night? Do any of these, either one of these guys have military experience? I don't know, but I think they were trying to get to Canada because Canada's closer. Right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that, that makes sense. That's stupid. <laughs> it's cold up there. Yeah, let's go to Canada where we don't well, mix a, in with all of them. It's the summer, so. What? It's the summer. It's summertime, so it's not that cold. Summer, summer, summer. It's still cold up there. Yeah. I've, I've seen cool running 
cold. So it says here, the, the inmate, so they killed one of them. They killed both of them. I don't know how old this article is. It says 14 hours ago this is supposed to be. Yeah, like last night it came down that they had killed one and then found the other one. And, and like they only killed him because these guys were not going to Oh, that's funny. Dude, that was a funny joke. That was a great joke. <laughs> Good job, Drew. Five's all around, yes. He uh, said a guy got killed. So here, here it says, it says, the in, one of, okay, when they killed the first inmate, the inmate was killed by a border patrol agent in a wooded area 30 miles from the prison. Wow, it didn't get very far. <laughs> I mean, that's still 30 miles by foot. In three weeks? Yeah, I'm not going that far if I escape prison. It's like a little over a mile a day. <laughs> Perfectly fine. It's not Net- very... It's They're probably binge-watching Netflix. Probably what escaping doing. prison would be so hard. Because you can't... You, unless you have a stack of cash waiting yeah. for you on the other side. Because you have no way to get on transportation. And even if you do have you cash... Have no money... Even if you do have cash, there's cameras everywhere. You can't go into a convenience store. Yeah, I think if you had a stack of cash, it'd be feasible. Or a friend. Yeah, you'd, or or somebody to help so, you. So did you guys hear... Yeah, so that lady was supposed to help them, right? She was supposed to be their ride. Did you hear why she was so into them? No. Because one of the guys is hung like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's like... She was yeah. infatuated with this guy's, like... This. Yeah. So, which kind of makes me believe why the other guy escaped with him. He was infatuated with it. They were going to get married. They were. They escaped. (laughs) They They escaped. Waiting for yesterday. They were one day away. They were one day away. Uh, Yeah. That was it. They were ready to get married. Speaking of uh, gay people getting married, do you think Abby Wambach's gonna? that now? Or is she already married? I thought she was already married. Yeah, too. I don't know. Well, they won yesterday. They the, did uh, win. women's team in the World Cup. Is Alex Morgan married? Don't bring that up to you. That was a sad day for all of us. She is? To who? Some other spare soccer player. Yeah, probably some, some douche. No, she's not a spare. Some spare soccer player. Yeah, some yeah. spare doucher. Yeah. What if she married Kenny Cooper? No. Still. Pretty cool though, right? He's kind of spare at this point. No, I just heard he's a bad locker room guy. Is that true? That's what I heard. Uh, Makes sense. Well, so they go so they go to the semifinals? Yes, yeah, so they won yesterday 1-0 over the Chinese. No. 1-0. Sorry. 1-0 over the Chinese. Who, Thank you. Uh, just pretty much tried to pack the box and not let them score. I have a question. Let's go to a shootout so we have a chance to win. uh, I have a question about the Chinese tactics. The what? Chinese tactics. So Watch out for the bear trap. Go ahead. The bear trap? Yeah, let's keep going. So they had a corner kick in like the 70th minute. Mm -hmm. China did. Uh They had a corner kick. And instead of getting set up in the box, down 1-0 with 20 minutes left, they've already used all their subs. They grab the ball, put it down, kick it. There's nobody in the box. Why? Dude. Element of surprise, man. <laughs> like, There's the bear trap. Yeah, there was the bear trap. That's the bear he trap. He stepped right on it. I don't know. I may not have seen that part while watching the game. I think you're kick, missing the, uh, the power went out. I think so. The power went out for a few oh, minutes it is? there. So, I, yeah, so, that's not a smart tactic. So, uh, what's the... Uh, 
our defender, the blonde defender. Johnston? No, right no, on the left side. This is Women's World Cup. No, there's nice. Julie Johnston. You're thinking of Fabian Johnson. Oh, I thought you were talking about Sorry. somebody's Johnson. But the prison uh, escaping? I said Johnston. Oh, that's where we... Klingenberg? Yes. Short hair? Short hair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she cleared it and ended up... Tried to clear it and went out for a corner. Yeah. So I think actually I did see this part. Yeah, yeah. So, so the the uh, how do you say this politically correct? The ladies American. The lady for China. Chinese. Woman. I don't want to say China. Chinese woman. Chinese Is that okay? Woman, yeah. Okay. So the Chinese lady woman went over there, grabbed the ball, put it down, and just kicked it instead of like waiting for everybody to get set up. I mean, Maybe, granted, uh, granted, was there they were someone in the box. There was like one or two people Maybe in the box, but all of quick but there were eight U.S. women in the box. Yeah, I don't know. They, they aren't so that as soon good. as they do that, the U.S. counter get down there and get a shot on goal. Yeah, they're. I mean, obviously, they're the U.S. towered over them. That's the U.S. is so much bigger and stronger than every team. Oh well, we'll see now with Germany on Monday. We're bigger than Germany. Yeah, Monday is going to be the big one. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday? Okay. Yeah, on Fox 4. Because Germany and the U.S. are the two favorites. I believe yeah. to win the whole thing and so they're meeting here. In Who's the on the other side? Yeah, it's women's soccer. I don't know. I've, uh, Japan is one of the teams. Japan. Japan? Yeah, because Japan won the last World Cup. Yeah. And yeah, so they, they would have to be... Yeah, there that's... There's the racism. There it is. It's just historic. No, Cap as of yesterday, we can do that. No, that's gamer. Captain racist. Captain okay. racist. Right, yeah, Japan plays somebody, and Japan will Australia? win. I don't think so, but... No. Austria. No. Ah, they don't they have win. women. No, Japan will play the winner of the U.S. for Germany. My guess. I'm we'll see how that goes. But Rapino will be back to Germany. And Wambach will actually play. Yeah, she's been coming off the bench. She's kind of old. Wow, put her out to pasture already. Yeah. No, she's going to the glue farm. After yeah, after this World Cup, we got to take her out back. And... Well, I'm gonna do some producing Especially on the fly if she here. Breaks her leg. <laughs> I'm gonna do some producing on the fly here. We're gonna take a quick one. A break that is, and then do uh, Mad Well, She's not gonna help us with the reproducing. No. What? Unless they can do that now. Yeah, let's go to Bake. <laughs> oh yeah, let's go to some Big Mad. Can LGBTs reproduce now? <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. Coming up next on the Upper Deckers podcast. So many acronyms in gays. SCOTUS. That's not. Oh. A, I thought that was. A, uh, Coming up next on the Upper Deckers podcast, a Mavs off-season preview. Stick with us. You're listening to the Upper Deckers podcast, recording here on oh, ESPN. Yes, on, on ESPN. No, okay. I don't think we want to be associated with their poor ratings. Okay, not on ESPN Radio. Recording here on a Saturday afternoon. It's pretty nice outside. Pretty, pretty warm still, but here, here at Torchy's Tacos, 
We each just had two tacos. Drew had, I don't know. Vagabond and a... Hey, what'd you call him? Vagabond? Oh. Vagabond. I had two tacos. I don't even know what they were called. I had, had a the, mat- You had the jerk chicken. Yeah, that was spicy had, as well. I had a matador, because it has my name in it. Yeah, that's a good call. And something else with pork. Okay. Missionary cool. style. There you, missionary yeah, you style. did. I was in front of it while eating. <laughs> Now, the other night we I were, thought that was like a thing. <laughs> now, the other night we were at Trivia, as we always are on a Thursday, uh, but the NBA draft was on, and I was kind of peeking at it while I could here and there, and with the 21st pick, your Dallas Mavericks took... And my Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, you would be considered in the your. Took... Plural. I'm, I'm the only one wearing the shirt. I got colors on. Uh, they took Justin Anderson... I don't know what that is. Out of uh, the University of Virginia, a shooting guard slash small forward. Virginia. Virginia sorry. The Virginia Cavaliers. And uh, he gets the Mavs offseason started, I guess, as they look to fill quite a few positions as they will lose Rajon Rondo, Monte Ellis, both obviously they will not resign either of them. Uh, they have Al Farouk Aminu, Tyson Chandler, probably the big two that they're looking to resign. And then the big fish out there would be Lamarcus Aldridge, Kevin Love, DeAndre Jordan. You know, don't know which the Mavs are interested in. We do know they have a meeting with DeAndre Jordan already scheduled. Basically, at this point, the only guys they have coming back are Dirk, Dwight Powell, Devin Harris. Is that it? Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons. Tyson Chandler Parsons. And Raymond Phil. No Tyson Chandler? Well, he's free. So okay, we don't have the Tyson of the Chandler Parsons. He's a free okay. agent. Uh, and now they have Anderson. And uh, who Matt's, I like. I like that pick a lot. Matt's new favorite player, uh, Satnam Singh. Yes. Yeah, VJ not related. VJ's from what? VJ? I don't know. I think Vijay's from Fiji. But they, this guy's from India. They're not related. First Indian book, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. He's from right. Fiji. <laughs> Fiji. Satnam. Uh, <laughs> used to be a, a Anyway, film. he's the uh, first Indian-born player. Fuji? Fuji it's film. a film. That's us. <laughs> he's the first Indian-born player to be taken in the draft. Yeah. Uh, has Good never played... Boy. As you guys told me earlier, never played organized basketball. Yeah, his highlight so, videos is him in the gym yeah. shooting. That's great. I also have a highlight video that I think we should show when we get our website. Uh, it's also my NBA draft video. <laughs> yeah, we should all make one. Uh, it's it's just, just like him. Just making every shot. It's just me. It's just me lifting it weights. Show him lifting weights. Yeah, I I'm can gonna, move weights. Yeah, <laughs> it's just me lifting weights. I'm going to hit a couple of shots. I was playing basketball with some seven-year-olds the other day. Towered over them. That sounds like an awesome video. Yeah, I really got to see this. Eight foot, eight foot goal. I was laying it up all over the place. <laughs> I could probably dunk on the eight foot. Well, you most people can. I've got a, foot. I've got a bad knee. I didn't want to show that off. You got a high knee? I have a high. It's really high. <laughs> so I have a really high knee. Yeah. I have a big high that's, knee. I've heard that's gonna be an issue. It's gonna be an issue. Matt. 
But I do like that pick. I think not the second pick. The second pick's whatever. Second round picks in the NBA barely make can it. I, can I put the early call in for Justin Anderson that he will be the starting two guard? He's got yeah, no, I like I'm with He you. went to Virginia where Rick Carlisle went, and so Rick will actually play him. He's an older player too. And yeah. Sotnam is starring <laughs> Is starring in the longest yard too. <laughs> yeah, he will be the fullback. Yeah, he's gonna be. Oh the no, fullback. longest yard two is the basketball version. Yeah. Okay. Long, it's the longest. Center. It's the longest hardwood two. The longest. Uh, longest hard. Uh, the longest hardwood. No, I don't think I can call it the longest think. hardwood. That's a different kind <laughs> of film. <laughs> that's the spinoff. <laughs> what uh, a spin on. I don't know what that means. But you guys are getting weird phone calls. Someone yeah. from El Paso called Drew. Phoenix calls Matt. I gotta check my phone about twenty minutes. I'm getting somebody from Toronto or something. Yeah, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania is <laughs> yeah. gonna call Derek. No, I'm with you on Justin Anderson though. I think that he's defensive stopper. Yeah, he he's he has at least that skill that's gonna translate to the NBA. He's got an NBA ready body. Is oh, what everybody says. Like, no, no, you know, like, you know, like some young guys. Maybe you in. should be in the longest hardwood with him. Yeah, some some guys come in and they don't. You can do that now. It's legal. Yeah, it is legal. It's true. It was legal before to just do that. Wow. Well, isn't sodomy still illegal in a lot of states? I'm not touching that. Let's keep going. Uh, (laughs) So that's the draft. I I agree with you on Justin Anderson. I think it was a very good pick. Um, And you mentioned mentioned some uh, options in free agency. Yeah, let's talk about the big fish first. So we know they have a meeting with DeAndre Jordan. No meeting at this time with Aldridge. Am I correct? I don't think so. But Aldridge has said he is not coming back to the Blazers. Uh, yeah, that is funny. What is listed as the top two options for him, according to sources, uh, would be the Spurs and the Lakers. Uh, but I think you have to throw in the, the Mavs, even though I have no interest. Uh, my dark horse is Cleveland. I think I Marcus? Yeah, I, I think a sign and trade there because I don't think Kevin Love's coming back. So they could maybe but didn't, didn't Kevin Love, Love to the Trailblazers and no, I think they might send you know like a Tristan Thompson that way okay. and bring on Aldridge or like send them Thompson and Mozgov or something like that. Okay, and bring on Aldridge. not a double sign and trade across. No, so then you I think on, you I think, think Kevin Love Love's going sign. to the Lakers. I really do. I think Love will be because uh, of the California connection. Yeah, he, he's from LA. He played at yeah. UCLA for a year. He's always kind of wanted to go back. Uh, I think that's where he ends up. Hey, I think he's tired of playing in cold weather. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And so I, I think Aldridge goes either to Cleveland on a signing trade, or he might go to San Antonio. But I see. I don't know the cap space uh, for every other team. I know the Mavs really well, but I don't know how. Cause I know San Antonio's a handful of free agents. They the got to bring is that back. At so. this point, you can be creative enough. Any, any. any it's good, true. Uh, it's just, and it depends on what money he's gonna ask of them. So we'll see how that shakes out. But the one I'm interested in is is DeAndre Jordan. I think yeah. the Mavs have to start. Just getting younger and get away from this. Every year we have seven new players. You know, let's turn that down to like three new players and start to get some type of a foundation around guys in their mid twenties. Chandler Parsons is coming back, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's one piece of the puzzle. I think DeAndre Jordan, what he's twenty six. Yeah. He's the best defensive center in the league. It, it hurts to say this, but for the longest time, it's been 
we got to build around Dirk. We got to build around Dirk. We got to build around Dirk. And now it really needs to start to shift to Dirk is a member of this team going forward for the next couple of years. But we're not building around him. We're building a team that he's around Chandler Parsons. At this yeah, point, it really it's around Chandler Parsons. Yeah, and that's a big reason Monte is not here because those guys' skill sets, while they are t- pretty different in their you know size and all that, they still play pretty similar. They're average defenders. They're guys who whose game really is attacking the basket. Parsons is actually a better shooter and distributor, I think. Yeah. Uh, Both injury-prone. They have two similar styles, and they aren't good on defense. So what, what you did by bringing in a Justin Anderson is you changed that dynamic. So this is a 3-and-D guy, guy who doesn't need the ball much beyond to go get open on the wing off of penetration and you dish it to him. <laughs> yes, penetration is funny, Matt. And uh, on the defensive side, he's going to be – the shutdown defender. I mean, it's kind of too much to put on a rookie at this point. Now, but if Sean Marion doesn't retire, he's retired. He is, and they bring him back. He's retired. You've now, got they've, now they've got Mr. Anderson and the Matrix. <laughs> that's true. That's that pretty awesome. True. But okay, now well, if we can only get, but you've got. But, that's a valid point, though. If you go back to 2011, and sorry, but I'll say this real quick. We get to Drew, but Marion was your defensive stopper who wasn't really a shooter, but kind of get the chippy baskets here and there, and Jason Terry was your pure offensive guy, and now Parsons is kind of that pure offensive guy, so you need that defensive, kind of doesn't really need the ball on offense, but can still do some things. Three and deep. We need, we need a guard who can stop the other team's guards. There you go, and, and he's a guy that said who can guard one through three, and maybe even some some of the smaller uh, fours. Right. But he's a Draymond Green starter. Kid, well, yeah, and the good thing about it is he did play in the ACC. Yes. So he saw a lot of NBA talent. Yes. He played against Tyus Jones and and uh, who's Tyus, it? Jones. Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones. Who's a Christmas? He played against Jerry Lloyd Grant. Christmas. Yeah, Rakeem Jerry Grant. Rakeem Lloyd Christmas. Rakeem, Rakeem Lloyd Christmas. Carly Lloyd Christmas. Carly Lloyd Christmas. Yes, sorry. I had to say it. Yeah, there you go. Christmas break. Uh huh. The, the other thing that break I was gonna, fast. The other thing that I was going to get into uh, with this is fast times at Ridgemont High High School. Sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. The Tonight Show is starting to Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, a lot of people were, were, were thinking that this drafting um, Anderson meant uh, that Farouk would be, you know, gone at that point. But I, I, I don't think that's the case. I, I think, think Farouk should have more the 3-4, whereas yeah. you mentioned the 2-3. Yeah, and, and I also think that what they're, what they're really getting is more two. These, these guys and what kind of where the NBA is going and where they're trying to get is more two-way players with position flex where they can play, you know, two, three, four, or three, four, maybe a little bit of five. And and then that allows you to switch on defense a lot and not really lose anything. So do we all agree DeAndre Jordan's the top target? Oh, absolutely. But yeah. they're not going to say that. Yeah. The, 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 the I'm, not, I'm just saying we can sit here and say everything we want. I'm not asking what they're going to say. Right. I'm trying to develop our plan for what the Mavs are doing. Oh, I think, I think, I think you, you have to go talk to Aldridge and you have to talk to Love. But I think DeAndre is the key piece. Yeah. Love then, won't come here. Probably not. My, my next question is, and I think this is the everyone knows we're going to try to go get one of the big guys. We've already done, gotten Anderson in the draft. The part no one really knows is what's kind of the next step. How are you filling the roster? Point guard, both guard positions are still going to need to kind of be filled from there. We know Aminu, we want to get him back. To tell you the truth, what it are really some names out there? True, but what are some names out there for you to try to fill the, the guard positions? 
to be honest, I'm not that high on Danny Green. I know a lot of people are playing on that guy. Not I, at not at ten million. Yeah, I don't see what he does. What about Tyron Lue? Uh, he is a coach. coach. Oh, okay. So uh, here's a name gonna... I like out there. Rodney Stuckey interests me. Is as, he available? Yeah, he's a free agent. As a as a guy, kind of come in and start at point. If it, I know Copenhagen. Now we're throwing way too much stuff in here, but Copenhagen is a guy who we have the rights to from Finland. He's played over in I think Russia. Uh, yeah, a and I, guy who come over at point guard. My whole thing is whoever starts at point guard is not going to be your number one guy. Technically, it's Evan Harris. Yeah, Harris is going to be the guy who finishes games. So you just need a guy to kind of come in here and play some minutes. I like Stucky at that spot. Uh, the other thing is who you're going to get at two guard. You're going to need some type of rotation there with Anderson. It uh, might be Harris. It could. I mean, you're going to bring back. Like I, I like, and I think there's a pretty big interest is Mo Williams. Yep. Uh, as a guy to just come off the bench and just be a scorer. Uh, what about Corey Brewer? He's not available. He's free agent. He's a free agent. Is he? I'd be okay with Corey Brewer to come at the two guard if he's going to come cheap to kind of just be that rotating three and D guy. The, the, the thing, the I'm thing not is, a Corey Brewer's kind of a D. He did win the championship with us, so that's kind of cool. But... Crow- Crowder's a free agent too. Yeah. Yes. Restricted though, that's the tough part about that one. The, the thing is though, is that if you're going to hit a home run with a big fish, if you're going to get DeAndre in here, Jimmy then, Butler's the other big fish, but he's restricted. So I just, Jimmy I, Butler, I, need to I would, say that I would love so. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I, you know, I think I think a perfect uh, off season would be if you can get if you can get DeAndre, I'd be very happy. If you can get DeAndre and Jimmy Butler, and then you have a bunch of minimums besides that, that is like, oh, that's you know, there's nothing better than that. But the thing is, is that as soon as you get a max level player in here, because of the way that the, the salaries are structured, and unless you're able to basically do sign-in trades with Rondo, Monte, uh, and Tyson Chandler, then you're not going to be able to get back the same level of salary. So you're going to you're going to get less basically. Yeah. The thing that's going to happen though is if if you end up with DeAndre. Probably what what you'll see happen is a double sign and trade where uh, we'll send sure. yeah, we'll uh, Tyson and Chandler Felton. to the Clippers. Yeah, and I agree with you that uh, you know Jordan is is the big guy to get. I like Jordan Hill as a possible backup to Dirt before Jermaine O'Neal. He's out there. He's more of a center. I want to get away from having the Villanuevas as Dirk's but the guys who are. What about Matt Bonner? No, I want to get away from the guy who's like a similar player to Dirk and that they just are shooters. I'd rather you know get a guy who's high energy. Like, I know Hansburg's not free agent. I like him. A guy in that Eddie Nahara type mold who's just energy, rebound defense, to come in and play 15 minutes a game. And like a Ryan Hollins? You are just reading off the free agents right now. <laughs> so so the, the, the thing that I would suggest and that I've always liked for Dirk's backup is I, would, I really would like to have a guy... Uh, like like a like Brandon Wright, who who has had to play Brandon undersized, who's who's had to play an undersized center for us for for his career when he was here. But if you can if you can bring in both him as a backup four and like a Jermaine O'Neal on a minimum deal or something like that as a backup five, then you have a lot of different kinds of, of big men. That's one one thing, and you said it's a two year plan, and this this all goes together. And this is why I maybe wouldn't be that interested in like a Jermaine O'Neal. I'd like them to go sign a couple of these backup type players to you know nice deals. We know the cash went to up for three years. We just have some type of consistency, yeah. knowing that next year if we can get Jordan in here, the point guards next summer, the two big ones, Mike Conley and Brandon Jennings, yep. with that cap going up, you would. I would offer everything to Mike Conley to come here, and then I think you could make a, a one last run with Dirk. 
with Conley, Parsons, DeAndre Jordan, and Dirk. Question. Yes, what player? No, this is just rumor mill. Saw it on some website the other day. Probably SB Nation. Do the Mavs make a run at Dwayne Wade? I don't think so. No. I, I think it's just... The, they're trying to get younger. They're, yeah. they're trying to build. They're trying to be competitive now, but also build for the year after Dirk retires. You know. Okay. And, and Wade doesn't get you that to make a run with the guy. But I don't. I also don't think Wade would want to come here. Like Wade. You don't in, think so? Wade's in a position where, like, why would you want to leave Miami number one? You're gonna. Yeah, why would you do that when we could get Patrick Beverly? Beverly. Beverly. Bev. Which one's the one that played for the Stars? That's Rich Pev. Pev. Early. This one's Beverly. Yeah. Played at Houston. I would love to. I would love to go after Beverly. Yeah. But you. But I don't think it would you be can. that bad. Yeah. yeah I, I think don't. He's I don't think you can though. So. The, the thing is, is that the possibilities for you know, I mean, free agency opens on July first. That's next Wednesday. The possibilities. That's when Terminator comes out. Yes. The po- the possibilities range anywhere from signing two max free agents, which you can do. They can pull that off. Like you could you could get like an Aldridge and uh, DeAndre Jordan in here. That's like dream scenario number one. All the way to the other side where you don't end up with any of them, and you're bringing back Tyson Chandler and trying to fill out the rest of your roster with more guys. And when does the scary. CBA end? This year? Uh, it's next year. This is the last year. This, the 15, this was the 16 last season, year? right? Good. Well, and so, they got a bunch of TV money coming in. That's why they're expecting the cap to go up like $20, 30 Yeah, that's million what I'm saying. Is Cuban waiting? Are Cuban and Donnie waiting? No. I think they're trying to get DeAndre Jordan and then next year get another big-time yes. person. So, so do you think they do you think they can entice – not entice him. Do you think they could entice DeAndre with a one-year contract Well, and say, hey, we'll pay you big one-year money? And then restructure with I a team option for next DeAndre's year. I think DeAndre's coming here. I know I'm. I do He's from Houston. He's buddies with Parsons. He doesn't like Chris Paul. I don't think he wants to meet the Clippers. And I think this is a pretty good look place for. Well, him he to can't come. do anything with the Clippers. He's not going to outshine Blake Griffin. No. He's not going to outshine Chris Paul. Yeah. He does. I don't think he wants to be there. Chris there's Paul's kind of an a hole right here. There's the idea that. Oh, he's you a could, demon deacon. There's the idea that if you if you find two big-time free agents, max-level free agents, that that would both like to come here, and if you can convince them to sign two-year deals with the second year being a player option, and then the next year you sign them to a two-year deal with a player option on the yes. second year, and the next year you sign them to a two-year deal with a player option, and they just decline that option, and the cap keeps going up, and they end up making more money by doing that than signing a four-year deal with their own team. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But that's it's risky. Cool. It's risky for the player a little bit because well, you give them a, it's riskier for the team though. It is riskier for the team because you give them a player option for the next year, and if they like tear up their knee, then you're paying them. Yeah, but it's riskier for the player because they want a four or five year deal, and they only give them two. Well, that's true. Yeah, but then they can go get but, a deal wherever they that, want. It's the LeBron. It's the LeBron strategy. That's the reason that he's been signing these two year deals with the player option. Also, yeah, year. but he's LeBron. If okay. LeBron is going to be okay, if LeBron torn his ACL right now, he cannot play next year. But he would sign a two-year deal. Everyone would still sign him. If it's DeAndre Jordan, people are like, I don't know, I don't know if I want to offer you a two-year deal. But I yeah. know for one of those years you can't play, and you're not going to come back the same player. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. They'll get Greg Oden too. They did work him out. I know. That would be interesting. Minimum. 
Yeah, because that's what you're gonna. That's what you're gonna see. You're gonna see. They're probably gonna end up with DeAndre. They might end up with another guy, maybe. But basically, you're gonna get DeAndre and then have to fill out the rest with like a couple of good players and then minimum salary players. Yeah, that's the thing is, you just go DeAndre and get like three decent players. Yeah, you spend that money on like Farouk. You you try to get. You you try. You talk to Lamarcus Aldridge. You talk to Jimmy Butler. You do all that because you have to. Because you have to just try, but. You're not, it's not going to happen. So. All right. Uh, coming up next on the Epidecker's podcast, we'll get into a, a short little kind of update, mid-season update, mid-season review on the Rangers who are so Jekyll and Hyde, it's not even funny. That's next on the Epidecker's podcast. Carlos Hyde? Carlos Hyde. I got a story about a girl I did. Big heart, but she ain't that big. She's a doll, that's all I'm unraveling. I try to make her the happiest. All I'd ever made before was a mess. We drank all the way to the bank, and then we drank again. Oh, yeah, that's when it got wheels off. We started up, and we ain't gonna stop. Oh, son, like you, like it or not. You're listening to the Epidecker's podcast, uh, recording live from Torchy's Tacos. If you want want to follow us on Twitter, we haven't really been posting since we haven't been recording, but that's at Upper Decker's Pod on Twitter. Email us. Password Upper You can email us. UpperDeckersPod at gmail.com. Password Upper Send us an email. Why? Upper send us an email. Upper Downer send us a tweet. No. But yeah, we, we don't have anybody who we'll do another. We'll do another email segment. Hi, Butler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much Butler listens and we listen to ourselves, and that's yeah. just about it. Does, does your dad listen? Happy Father's Day, CK. He, he hates me. <laughs> He, he hates me. That's your new nickname. He doesn't listen to it. Why? I don't know. I'm a jerk. It is a jerk store thing. Yeah, Caribbean jerk chicken. Yeah. Nice, spicy. Well, we've been we've we kind of been trashing everybody on here, and they would never know. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of have a lot of pent up stories. So anyway, gay marriage. <laughs> we kind of have a lot of pent up stories since we haven't really been recording. So we've been going a little bit long on these segments so far. And yeah, Matt's got to get his ranger. But please, I want to release about some Rangers. Yeah, so Matt, you're the Rangers guy. What are your impressions of the season so far? Seven. Seven. Eight. I think eight. Eight. Almost seven. seven. I think seven or eight. Seven. Seven, Let's just call it seven. I think it's probably seven. I only saw seven. That was fun. Yeah, it was cool to see on the big screen. Did we see that on the seventh? Of July? No. Seven. Who's number seven for the Rangers? David Murphy? Pudge. Okay. We don't have a seven right now. Anyway. Who's hit, who hits so, the seven hole? Oh, gosh. Gallo hitting the seven hole tonight. Eating that number seven hole up. He did knock that number seven hole up. So, just some Rangers back and forth since the last time we spoke. Uh, everybody expected them to be horrible. Because, they were for a little bit. Yeah, April was just abysmal. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they got hot in May. They had a great May. They had a great early June. Hit a slide recently. They lost six in a row. They won. They beat Toronto Saturday. Uh, break that slump. Uh, but surprisingly... Toronto's kind of like kryptonite, aren't they? 
Well, Toronto and Oakland, yeah, we cannot like beat, and all of a sudden we played them back in Chicago and the White Sox, and we played them all in one week. Yeah. And so that's just a tough week. I don't think that's anything to to be worried about. We had Beltran on the DL for almost a month. Hamilton had a great comeback, played seven games. He's dead. Yeah. He's not dead. He's playing in Frisco right. Oh, now. that's right. Od. Um, Rugnet Odor is playing well. Yeah. Thank you, Drew. Uh, after sending him down and bringing him back up. A lot of surprises uh, for a, thir- a team that, uh, what, they've played 75 games, is 38 and 37, and four and a half games back in the in the division behind a Houston Astro team that's not going to last. No, they aren't. What did, I, what did we all, what were our predictions? I predicted they were going to win the West. I think but how I many ga- how many wins? They were gonna win nine, at least ninety games. I okay. could be totally wrong, but I think I said about like five hundred. Maybe like that's what I was kind of in that range, like 85, 85 ish. Because yeah. you was out for the season, I think I might have dropped it slightly below. But I remember yeah. us talking about it and go. And Matt, you were kind of giving your what things need to happen for this team to be good. And I know yeah. one of them was just like, can we just get some of these guys returned to the form? We and Prin- Prince be. Fielder. And Prince has been awesome. Yeah. That's one of the big. That's so. My keys were they needed everybody to get back to their form. Um, they needed some starting pitching. They needed to add a starting pitcher. They needed somebody to play in left field. And they got so far, and they needed Mitch Moreland to come around. That was another, and, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they've gotten all those things. And Mitch Moreland is a 300 hitter. He's been carrying the team in clutch situations. Yeah, playing I a great first about, base. We talked about Mitch going because Mitch has been real good in April and May. Yes, yeah. two or three years ago. We just need Mitch to continue that. And I know it's only been one month. It's only been June, but he has continued. Well, the thing yeah. is, and though, he was injured, but he's back and he's hitting. That's well. the problem. That's yeah. the problem. It's basically around this time every year. It seems Mitch goes on the DL. Well, he's already and, had it. And he never really kind of gets back to form. That's the yeah. thing. And he was on the DL, and I was worried about that because he. he had just started hitting when he went on the DL in, in early May, and then all of a sudden he gets back from the DL and he just keeps hitting. The other thing that's promising to me is I know another point we brought up was this team could just kind of be around 500, which they obviously are with that record. By said. the All-Star break. By the All-Star break, they're going to get Perez back. We didn't know Holland was going to be out, but he, we thought we were going to have Holland yeah. the whole year. Yeah. You're so going to get Holland back. You're going to get Perez, and, Holland, and Harrison. and Harrison back. New Perez and Harrison. And Feliz to, to bolster that bullpen, whatever role he's in. Yeah. Right? And then... Hamilton. We talked about starting pitching. Who? Hamilton's coming back. Oh yeah, so you already the, said Perez, right? Yeah. So you got those Perez, are the two I know when we brought up Perez, Holland, uh, Harrison. So you have Holland, Harrison, or uh, Perez and Harrison. We talked about. Yeah, that was the, a big the thing preseason. preseason that we said. Is they hung around 500. They got the reinforcements they, they coming in the and, pitching staff when we knew they were going to be weak, and they have a chance to make a run at and it. And they're doing that. And here's the the best problem to have when you're a major league GM. We're going to have too much pitching. Because yeah. right now, Nick Martinez has struggled lately, but then again, he's a 24-year-old pitcher. But right now, you've got Colby Lewis, Nick Martinez, Wandy Rodriguez, um, Chichi Gonzalez, and Giovanni Gallardo. You're about to add Holland, Perez, Harrison. You have eight starting yeah. pitchers. Here's, here's my thing, though. I'm a baseball idiot, and if you have eight starting pitchers... The question is, to me, can any of them do anything else? Because some guys okay, so are starting pitchers and that's it. Some guys correct. can do other things. So here's what's going to happen. Chi-Chi, if he continues to pitch the way he does, I say leave him in the in the starting rotation. Go to six? I would go to six, I would go to six starters, but I would rather keep Nick Martinez up here who has 
more big league experience, especially down the stretch. Okay. Send Chi-Chi back to Round Rock and let him use what he's learned here to become better next year. Because he's only 22, 23 years old. Yeah. Let him learn a little bit. But I think for the rest of the season, you run with Gallardo, who's pitching great all of a sudden. Pitch Gallardo, Colby Lewis, Wandy Rodriguez. Can't let that guy go. He's 36 years old. He's pitching out of his mind right now. So you have Colby, Wandy, yep, Gallardo. And then you, you bring back Holland and uh, Perez. And then you put Harrison in the bullpen. As not necessarily, not necessarily a long relief because Nick Martinez is going to go to the bullpen as a long relief. And then Harrison can spot start as well as take over our seventh or eighth inning and let Keone Caleb take over the eighth. And then Tolleson, Feliz, whatever they want to do there can pitch the ninth. And then the other thing I talked about was left field. Because we had a just a horrible time with Smolinski, who is now in Oakland A. Yeah. Michael Choice and Ryan Rua. Rua can finally go back and play every day in the minors. Both our left fielders are hurt right now with DeShields. Yeah. And, and that's a great surprise, too, is Delino DeShields has come out of nowhere and played great ball. But now That's what we've really struggled. We've really struggled with Delino on the... Yeah, and that's that's the hard because we have nobody to get on base. So, Martin can't hit his way out of a brown paper sack. Not racist, or any paper sack. Doesn't have to be brown. White White paper sack, whatever. Drew uses those for his lunch. Do you get white paper sacks instead of the brown ones? It's better better for the environment. You're a rackist. So, you get Delino back. Delino plays your everyday center field. You platoon Martin in and out just to give people rest, and he can pinch hit. And then Hamilton and left. I mean, that's hard to beat. What do you do with Joey? You send Joey. You send, send back. Joey that back down. Oh, yeah, and he's played great since he's been here. Yeah, he's played good defense. He's played three. He started. <laughs> I know, right? Joey Gallo, classic. But yeah. he's he played center field today against the. It's the first time he's played center field. But he can play. He can play anyway. Uh, and he's played good defense. And he's got obviously we know what his bat can do. Uh, if he could just cut down on strikeouts, but he's not going to cut down on strikeouts. In the majors. All right. Does anyone want to change their preseason prediction? No. No. They're still going just 500. Yeah. All right. I think they're I like. Stay, I think they're I a stay, couple games over. I, I'll take I stay that. That, I, I think they don't make the playoffs. I still think they win the West. All right. I guess. <laughs> and and nothing at the deadline. Just no. Uh, nah. They will get Cole Hamels. Why? They already have. You just said they already have yeah, eight no. starting pitchers. Cole Hamels is one of those guys that you it's too hard to pass up. Uh, I think yeah, I think he does it, but he shouldn't. He's got a love affair. Just like he got a love affair of Matt Garza and Matt terrible. I think you just stand well, pat. But with they should, but I think they get Cole Hamels. But if you think if you think about it, Artie Mer, what's the guy's name for uh, in Philly? No, I can't remember. That. No, I can't remember their GM's name. But anyway, uh, he and John Daniels have. I mean. They're trade buddies, you know. So. Yeah. Butt buddies. What? Butt buddies. They can do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up, we, as I think a lot of people know, are big movie buffs, and we've seen a few movies and are excited about some other movies that are coming out. We will get into that next on the Upper Deckers podcast.
You're listening to the Upper Deckers podcast here at Torchy's Tacos on Saturday afternoon. And recently we've gone a bit of a movie spree. It is summertime, so it's kind of the time sure. to do it. We I like Spree's candy, too. I don't. Okay, not my continue. not my choice. Not my first choice, for sure. Like probably, sour bunch probably not my like top ten choices. But it's alright. You know, it's each his own. I'm getting that's water. Scrota said yesterday. God. God. Are, you Are you really getting up right now? God. Alright. Well, so, see you later. I believe was it back in May that we saw Mad Max? Yeah, five dollar Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday night, what a deal. Going up. Thank you, Cinemark. Yeah, we went up on a Cinemark on a Tuesday. <laughs> um <laughs> And it was a $5 movie. Great deal. Yes, absolutely great deal. We saw oh, hey, Mad Max. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Not, so I just saw Fightful Goes Well. Oh. Not, not <laughs> Mel Gibson version. This was the Tom Hardy vehicle. Which okay. There's a lot of vehicles in this. There were, including one that had a big speaker stack and oh, a guy swinging around one. playing guitar. That was my favorite Who, one. Okay, was it you that was telling me? That guy was actually playing that guitar. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Sorry, some kid just came up to the window and started staring at it. Yeah. In awesome. a Spider-Man t-shirt. I felt like, I I felt like I'm at the zoo or something, something here, you know? It's like... Yeah. Nobody's pet us yet. <laughs> it's not well, a petty zoo. You don't like, do that at the normal zoo. You, you can now. You mess with the bull. Scotus told so. <laughs> you mess with the bull. You get horny. No, you get the horn. Whoa, gross. <laughs> All right. Same thing. Mad Max. Mad Max was awesome. Yes. That was a uh, adrenaline, testosterone filled. And you, you guys movie. hadn't seen the originals, right? No. I don't no. think you really needed I didn't see to. The Marks. Okay. It's not that you needed to, but it takes that same, like... That was Drew's nickname when he was little. Mad Max? Yeah, Dwayne used Mel to call Gip- me Mad Max. Mel Gibson? Call him Mad Max. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's that same adrenaline rush, just... Get in, get it started. It's a, it's a how long? Two hour movie? It's a two hour long car chase. Yeah, that's what we were yeah. saying right after we got out. It's, it's a two hour long car chase scene. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it was it's pretty awesome. You can't, you can't go in like expecting saying, anything else. The dude playing the guitar was my favorite part of it. Oh, yeah. Just and like he was swinging around his jamming on this with a double he's a double guitar and he was so, so legitimately doing that legitimately yeah, that's, awesome. that's a real guitar yes it really shoots fire and that and guy's really playing to, it to the hottest uh, princess on that yeah yeah or married to her or whatever yeah. really the, yeah. The, uh, lucky man yeah he met her he met her filming this because it took them like two years to film the, the movie really the other thing I read, which made the movie, and I knew it before, so it probably made it a lot better, was that most of the stunts were actually done. There wasn't a lot of CGI done in this movie, so it was actually really happening. All these, you know, the cars crashing and going off and yeah. going up in the air, and all that kind of, all that stuff was real. That made it that much cooler. It was a really good action movie. I don't know if it's like some one of the best movies I've ever seen. It was one of the best action movies, but there's not a whole lot of there's a little bit of plot. There's not much character development or anything like that. Not this like great story, but it is. If you want to just go see, it's a good reboot. Yeah, if you want to see an action movie, I recommend that much, much more than like Fast Seven, Furious Seven. And I agree, but the thing that's is, so fake CGI. Correct. The thing is, go into, and this is how I pretty much go into any movie I go see. I don't care if I've heard great things about it. Go in looking to be entertained for two, two and a half hours, and you'll love it. Like you'll Absolutely. never, you'll never leave a movie unhappy if Unless you just you go, go see in. Green Lantern. Okay. Speaking of being entertained for two hours, we also saw Jurassic World. <laughs> we did. 
exact same movie as Mad Max. The exact same movie as Jurassic Park. Yeah, the well, exact same movie true. as Jurassic Park. Okay, couple of thoughts about Jurassic World. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, as okay. did I. Okay, I kind of saw the T Rex thing coming at the end. Everyone did. I was like, hey, let's Spoiler go. Spoiler alert! Hey, just uh, yeah, we're gonna give away plot if you don't want to hear it. Okay, it's Spoiler been out for alert. a month and made over six hundred million dollars or whatever. It's true. I'm just telling you, if you don't, just skip ahead about like five minutes. If you don't want to hear. There's not, okay, yeah, spoiler, who cares? Everyone in the world has seen this movie. Just go ahead, we're just being kind. So, yeah, I'd be kind, rewind. Julie Johnson? Johnson? Ton. Nice. He's learning. So, you're learning. <laughs> so, at the end, did you not think the T Rex kind of deserved a little high five? Fist bump, anything. Well, I like how him and the Velociraptor sort of like gave each other the knowing nod and then just like went like, off in different directions. See you later, man. So the cool thing have I liked about that. So have you guys seen the movie Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger and they're trying to track down the Predator? No. no. Really? I know what it's about. Okay. So that dinosaur was like a predator, but even he scarier. Was, he was Predator. Yeah. He was cake of camouflage. If you send any, any other animals after him, he would. Yeah. I did feel a little insane though at the ending when there's like four dinosaurs fighting and I was yeah. like I, it's a little much but it was still pretty awesome yeah you know one of the things that I found really cool was how they like the dynamic Andy Dwyer was doing yeah. who? Andy, Andy Dwyer which one was she I'm sorry Chris Pratt dude that's his character in Parks and Rec oh oh Sorry. I'm sorry. Which one was she? Yeah. <laughs> she was the Indominus Rex. <laughs> Great acting. Sorry. Great acting. No, but I, I did like kind of this, the storyline, because there wasn't much of a storyline, but the storyline, the story arc of him and the uh, Velociraptors. He with the story arc. <laughs> he was a film major. I was a film he major. He lets you know that every movie you every see. Every time. Now, I was a film major, so let me break this one down. I liked it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my analysis. I was a film major. I liked it. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it was. But no, I did like how, how they did that where, you know, he like, when he, spoiler alert, realizes that like part of the, uh, the Dominic's Rex or whatever is Velociraptor and they like communicate and he's like oh but then how that flips back around I just I, I liked that whole like dynamic yeah that was pretty cool Blue Blue you're my boy yeah you're my boy Blue you're my blue, boy what blue. a badass yeah Blue was pretty tight gets his ass kicked and, and then and then Drummond's Rex but he doesn't quit just, just rule it and Blue just comes out of nowhere man yeah, don't quit. Back. Blue don't quit that was dope that was dope did anybody did anybody think that T-Rex looked a little like old and crotchety like he that's the point like he lost a step I think that's the he point he didn't have his fastball but he still came at you Colby Lewis yeah he was, Colby Lewis he, was, he was throwing Rembrandt <laughs> yeah. that's the worst thing ever <laughs> it is bad worst thing ever 95 miles. Right, now we talked about <laughs> two of the uh, more action packed definitely summer blockbusters but I know Drew you haven't seen it and you want to so we won't spoil it too much here but Matt and I went and saw Dope last weekend. Uh, and it was, it was awesome. <laughs> was it? It was I'm, really good. I'm excited. I'm it was, excited. It was, it was really one good. of the, uh, the darlings of Sundance this last year. Okay. Uh, it was about a couple kids from uh, some of the rougher parts of uh, L.A. and Inglewood. They sort of like kind of the nerdy kids at school. They, They're in the 90s hip-hop. They are in the 90s hip-hop. They kind of get in. 
they get in who with isn't a guy who's right. a drug dealer and they kind of get caught up in the whole scheme and that's kind of where the name dope comes from dope trying to be cool dope the drugs dope being stupid and they all three they all three are kind of in there I mean if I go much further I'd, I'd ruin the story but yeah it was it was a really good story was a really cool great indie. cameo there's a great cameo that Drew needs to look out for. Blake from Workaholics? Nope. Talking about he was awesome. the councilman. Is it in? Oh, yes. The yes. councilman. Drew will, yeah. is it in wide, love it. Is it in wide release? Like, is it? Uh, it's in about like 2,000 theaters, I think. It's yeah. not bad. So, in, in, a city, in a city like Dallas, uh, you're yeah, going to be able sure to find it. Yeah, yeah, we got American Sniper. It's it was playing at the theaters. Alamo Draft House. Is what it? is the Alamo Draft House? In Richardson. Yeah, we go there a lot. That's what we saw it, actually. Yeah. I might, I might just like go see it this afternoon. We don't have time. We got stuff to do today. Maybe go tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, go tomorrow morning. There you go. Better. This is a solid movie. You'll enjoy it. I don't uh, go to very many movies by myself, but like, you know, that movies by yourself. Solid idea. Like, Especially I'm, one like this. I, I saw Ted one by myself, so I'm gonna see Ted two by myself. Don't. Don't even talk about Ted two. Can't wait to see that. Speaking of movies that are coming out soon, uh, we don't have much time here, but let's just each mention one film that we're looking forward to that's coming out this summer. So yeah, for sure, I and Matt, you might have helped me with the uh, exact date of release, but I'm looking forward big time to Southpaw, starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Rachel McAdams, Forrest Whitaker. Jake Gyllenhaal's a, a boxer. I'm not ruining anything here from the trailer, but... Rachel McAdams' wife. It's kind of some type of scuffle, it seems, and she gets killed. They have a daughter. I think he goes pretty clearly into a deep depression. He loses his daughter, now he's got to kind of fight to get her back. He starts training at Forrest Whitaker's gym. But man, dude, he's. Have you seen like the, the trailer, the poster? That dude is yeah. ripped. Like Jake July, Yeah, July 24th. Eminem, Eminem's some, somewhat like producing this or well, something? It's definitely the big song in the trailer, Phenomenal, is his, is his new uh, yeah. single. And it's it's awesome. It's like, it definitely it gets me like goosebumps, gets me pumped up. But yeah, I, I obviously love a good sports movie, and this one looks like it's, uh, it's gonna. Only that. one of the summer, if I'm not mistaken, right? Only sports movie of the summer? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Usually get an off-brand baseball-type movie, but... Um, I'm really excited, because I'm a, obviously a superhero guy, but really excited about Fantastic Four that's coming out uh, August 7th. Okay, can you tell me... Yeah, yeah this this isn't going to be with Jessica Alba and those people, right? Yeah, can you no, tell this me... this is a it, complete reboot. Because I don't... I did not like the first one. The first two. Like, Maybe set. Two. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. So is it so going to be different? Yeah. So this is uh, this is directed by Josh Trank, who did okay. uh, Chronicle. Yeah. Um, he does some like more what, like, what else did like he do? He did some stuff like the Kill Point. If you've seen, also, you've seen the trailer, it looks a lot kind of like the the most recent Batman movies in terms of yeah. Like, so it's dark. it's kind of a darker take. It's more yeah. of a scientific take on it. Um, it's adding they're obviously adding them to Marvel's cinematic universe. Dude, and the cast is awesome. The cast is fantastic. You got Michael B. Jordan. Love him. Who's not related. From The Wire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in Chronicle also, so he's got a relationship with... with what Sam. is Chronicle? Have I seen Chronicle? I don't think so. It's where the three kids had superpowers. I've seen it. Can I borrow it? I don't Good have movie. it. I've Good watched movie. it on, like, uh, It's got Kate Mara, plays Sue Storm. She's awesome. Is um, it uh, Miles Teller in it? Okay. Yeah, Miles Teller's in it. Miles Teller, yeah. Whiplash. Yeah, he plays uh, Mr. Incredible, so I was pretty excited about Who, it. Who's the other uh, member of the I, I don't, I don't know much about him. It's, oh, the, 
character? No, no, who's the other actor? Yeah, I don't know much about him. It's uh, Jamie Jamie Bell, who plays Ben Grimm, The Thing. Okay. Uh, obviously, you don't get to see him much. It's mostly The Thing. True. Uh, so, um, yeah, that, I agree with that. That looks really good. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a lot of, there's been I a think you'll like it a lot more than the previous ones. There's okay. been a lot of uh, kind of banter back and forth because Michael B. Jordan is playing Johnny Storm, and obviously he's... African American Johnny Storm in the comics is Ladies. a white guy. Yeah, I don't see what? I don't see colors. I don't know. Well, I'm just saying that's what's that's the what's going so on. Do people tell him? Yeah, that's what's going on in the. So I have a couple of like guilty guilty pleasure movies that I'm looking forward to that I'll just mention really quickly, and then I'm gonna throw you guys a curveball because I actually have two upcoming that I want to see. They're in different categories. One's a documentary, but it's gonna say ten two. No, I'm not. So, so yeah, that's okay. So, guilty pleasure, Ted two. Guilty pleasure. I want to see Minions. I think that's. Gonna, I like. You know. How old are you? And he's the one that's married. <laughs> and uh, actually, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm also looking true. forward to Maze Runner because I we rented the first one and Maze it was actually Runner. pretty entertaining. So I want to see the second one. Yeah, whatever. I'd skip over that part of the podcast. Hey, get get past your teenage girl face. <laughs> yeah. Minions is cool. Those things are awesome. Is it? All right. So then, there's I never a, saw any of those. There's movies. a documentary film that I think you guys are probably going to want to see too, and that's the Dirk Nowitzki documentary. Seven Days in Hell. Oh. That's an HBO mockumentary. No, the, the the Dirk documentary, Nowitzki, The Perfect Shot. I hear really good things about that. That's coming out. Our perfect work or whatever. Yeah. That's coming out July 10th. So that's as my mom's Dirk, birthday. Is it? Okay. We'll have to go to the movie. So yeah, as Dirk as, as Dirk fans, I feel like you have to go because I understand that there's a lot of footage and interviews surrounding. Now, this isn't as long as Schindler's List, is it? <laughs> God, get it, Germans? No, get it, the ticket. <laughs> but but I hear that it's good. It's like a good um, storyline of Dirk's time over here, and there's a lot of good insights to his and Holger's relationship. And, Things like that. So I'm looking forward to that. And then the other, the other one that I'm looking dirt. forward to, it's a documentary. A documentary. A documentary. <laughs> the other one I'm looking for is August 14th. Forward to is August 14th. Straight out of Compton. It's the NWA movie. Yeah, really I've seen the trailer about. for that a couple of times. We saw the trailer at Dope. I think there's an extended trailer I hadn't yeah, seen. Yeah, extended trailer, which is kind of cool because did you, it's like, really I always forget. Suge Knight is in jail because of this movie coming out. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. I mean, so it's got to be good if Suge Knight's going to risk then going Ice, to jail. Ice again. Cube is played by his son. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. And the guy, the, I, after they got to play uh, Doctor Gray, is his name Crushed Ice? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the guy that got to play Doctor Dre looks just like him. Yeah. It's so pretty awesome. I'm I'm really excited about it. I think it'll be a really cool film yeah. to go see, but. Um, we've been kind of rambling. We're already sitting at over an hour, but we have. Where do you have... think Dr. Dre got his residency? Probably like USC or UCLA, right? Streets. That's right. School of Hard Knocks. That's true. No, that's Drake. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy. That guy. So, uh, I would call it a podcast here, but. We should. I think we should. But probably the most important segment of our entire lives. No, let's, let's wait. He's about to do it again, so we'll get it in the next one. No, let's just do it now, and then we'll do it again. All right. Jordan Spieth has won the last two majors. Michael Jordan Spieth. Next on the Upper Deckers Podcast.
Welcome back to the Effort Deckers podcast. This is an extended edition of the podcast, past an hour long. I'm sorry if we're taking up more of your day than you wanted us to. This but is bonus coverage. But be let's, excited. But let's be honest. Bonus. Let's be honest. Uh, the only people who listen are the three of us, Butler, and maybe some random person in California who works for Apple who's just making sure that we're not inciting riots or something, right? Santam Singh is going to listen. That's yeah. probably true. But I'll tweet it at him. <laughs> all I know is that when all I know is that when I'm listening, I'm just trying to like penalty kill my day of work. So it's like if it goes 20 minutes long, that's just 20 more minutes that I'm penalty killing at work to get through the day. But very important topic: Jordan Speed, Jesuit Zone, Saint Monica Zone, my church. Uh, has it's God's church, bro. Has has now won the last two majors in golf. Last uh, last podcast, the one that died a, re- a very quick and painless death. Um, no, it was painful. It was very, very painful. Long and painful. The last time, it was right it's after he, he won the Masters, <laughs> which the Masters, he basically led wire to wire, and he held everybody up. I mean, he just got every record he could in the first 54 holes, and then... Followed it up by just a solid Sunday, and yeah. he's kind of nobody sniffed it. it. Nobody sniffed beating him. And then the, what I found very, <laughs> what I found very interesting is that the U.S. Open is a completely different type of tournament to the Masters. The Masters, everything's pretty well manicured. It's a very difficult course to play, but it, it, there's no, no real like crazy things. Well, and course. you know what you're getting with the Masters. Exactly. Yeah. U.S. Open, they go in there two years before. They, they're like on a, you know, they know what's what course it's going to be at, and they just trick it up to yeah, try to make, make it, it like so the putt putt course yeah. from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah but, so but they do everything uh, short hole golf course. They do everything yeah. short of putting a like a. What do they call those things? Yeah, a windmill. A windmill in front of the hole. That's yeah. they do everything short of that. I've got a question. Well, I thought on the seventh that it was a windmill, right? No. Yeah, okay. that's what I was gonna say. No, that yeah, it was just a Don Quixote. So what they did was they tried to make it because the most popular golf tournament outside of the Masters is the British Open. Yeah, it's the British. And it's usually, I mean, St Andrews is beautiful. And there's a couple different places they've tried to play it, but. That course gets so much praise, so the U.S. was like, "Hey," or the golf, you know, PGA said, "Hey, let's make the U.S. Open just as popular as the British Open by destroying the course and making it look like St. Andrews." No, St. Andrews just grows like that. That's just yeah. how it's manicured. That's the type of grass. That's whatever. They decided, let's make the U.S. Open fast, dry. We might as well just start a fire on the green and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it was. Awesome. I mean, if you if you were watching, oh you know, eighteen's yeah. a fire hole. Ernie Els is on fire. No, literally, <laughs> he's <is> burning. BJ <laughs> Singh, not related to Santum, is on fire. So usually you get like these overhead views of of the course, and you can very distinctly tell like here is the tee box, here is the fairway, here is the rough, and here is the green. Like it's very distinct. When you were looking at these overhead shots, Brown. which is just, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it's like a field. Like and just, and like there the literally was a fire on, on Saturday. Was it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday or Sunday morning, one at like a clubhouse or something off behind the course actually caught on fire. Did it? Yeah. And can we talk a little bit about how Fox's coverage is horrible for golf? Yeah, it's pretty I bad. did. Joe Buck. 
I don't mind Joe Buck. The one thing I like though is they had the the mics. I guess I don't think the golfers mic'd up or close enough. You could hear like Speed talking to his caddies. Yeah, right. And, like, yeah, they had to bleep a lot of stuff. Tiger <laughs> I thought, mostly. I thought that was pretty and, cool. And uh, what's his name? Just uh, Dustin Johnson. Oh, on Sunday the on the Sunday they had to bleep him a lot. <laughs> well, it. but <laughs> we're all really proud. I think I can say. Of the fact that Derek beat Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously yeah, like, honored great. to, like, he tried to play against me in basketball, but... He tried know, to out-athlete you, and you can't do it. Okay, so I issued this last podcast, but it didn't go out. But well, I, I'm it was, issuing... It was after our interview with him that everybody missed yeah. because it died. Yeah. And, and, yeah, well, I didn't mention it to him. I, I kind of forgot. So I'm issuing this again. I will rematch Jordan Spieth in basketball if he wants to. And if he wants to get his boys together, I, I know my team, my whole team. No, you're not there. You weren't on the team. Sorry. Like, it's the original team. I know where all of them are. Matt and I got next. We got winner. That's fine. I know where my original team is, and they will gladly play. I mean, some of them are in, like, Lubbock or San Francisco or up in Ohio. They will come down here to play. So, Spieth, I'm, I'm calling you out. Well, I'd like to also we'll take call you on a Jesuit again, boy. I'd like to also call him out. There's a putt putt course. <laughs> he will, he will. at Coyton Frankfurt. <laughs> there is one there. At Adventure it's Landing. Adventure Landing, yeah. Uh, I know course number one like the back of my hand. <laughs> Ten bucks says I. Well, you're a millionaire now. Your house. Fifteen bucks says <laughs> I can take you on that one. He will. He will just kill you. Yeah, I'm calling you out for basketball though, Jordan. So if you know him. In this podcast rematch. Help us out, Butler. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, Butler, you have some connection, right? So, can he can he win the British Open? Yes, Andrews? he's going to win. Yeah. Is he really? Yes. I, I heard he's it's like I heard it's less than a one percent chance that after winning the first two majors that he will win at St Andrews. Wait, that's, on, that's only based because nobody's done it. Yeah. Did he go to Jesuit? Yes. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. No, he's Under Armour. He got God on his side. True. No, and and his, major, his, his major threat right now is Who is probably going to have a lot of distractions playing the British Open. Because he's Irish? Really can go his to, girlfriend's hot. Go away. Oh, wait, they broke now, up. Rory, before, before Rory the U.S. Overrated. Open, he was, he was saying, just like LeBron came out and said, like, yeah, I'm the best basketball player in the world. Rory basically said, yeah, I'm the best golfer in the world. And then... I Jordan. still don't put it past that Rory is one of the best golfers in the world. If no, he's the is. best. They're one A and one B, I think. Uh, I think Jordan's having a good year. It's his like second year, and he's he accomplished got more. Third year, I don't. I, I think nah, he's this a is great first real year. He was running up at the Masters last year. So. I think he's a great golfer. I don't put him as the top one of the top golfers in the world. He's, he's him, done it earlier than everybody. I has. put him top five. Playing right now. He's number one right now, but that's nope. That's Mark Cuban. He cyberdust you? No, he's texting. Me. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you Dustin? Yeah, I am. Uh, scoping? No, not scoping. You Grierman? That about does it for us uh, on the Upper Deckers podcast. Uh, I want to thank everybody for oh, sitting through there. all uh, one snapping, hour and snapping? twelve minutes of snapping. our. Of our podcast this week. Cuban? Yeah. Sexton? Sexton Cuban? <laughs> no. On <laughs> Tinder? Yeah, Tinder. Okay, hey, real quick. They have pet Tinder now. If you're getting lonely and you decide you want to go to this. For Aggies? 
Because we can now. Skoda's told us. God. But no, really, there's a pet tender. You get lonely and you want to go see a dog. You can swipe right on a dog and go find a dog. That's creepy. But that about does it for this week's podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll try to do better the next time. Thanks, boys. Gracias. Oh, let's, let's go out to the... You know there's a movie coming out. Tom Hardy's going to play. Tom Hardy's going to be on the ground. It's called Rocket Man. That's awesome. Touchdown, bring me around. Get to find. I found a man that think I am at all. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man. Burning out his fuse up here alone. I don't know the words. I do.